Welcome to the Shut Up Show. This is the Brave Solopreneurs Podcast helping you shut up and make shit happen. Inside every episode, you'll hear raw and uncensored conversations with amazing entrepreneurs and thought leaders who bring their best work every day despite being scared shitless. You'll gain mindset strategies on how to brave through your fears, tactical advice to help you define your shut up moment, and impact-driven tips inspiring you to live and work on your own terms. And now, your hosts and co-shut-uppers of making shit happen, Bernie Shung and Phil Gerbyshack. Here we go. Time for another Shut Up Show. Today, we are blessed to have Erica Napolitano, the amazing redhead writing on our show. She is going to tell us probably to shut up more than we tell her to shut up, but Erica's the author of The Power of Unpopular, which is a kick-ass book that if you don't have, you should buy. And also, Erica writes the awesome redhead writing blog that kicks my butt all the time. So, Erica... How are you? Holler. Hi. Gang sign. It's like it's like progressive gang signs. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. So are you in? Are you home today? Are you in Boulder? Uh, I'm in Denver. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Denver. Yeah. I knew it was at Colorado. Yeah, Colorado for for a few more months at least, and then I'm off to Chicago. Yes. You're closer to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. This is a big move for me. So. Yay. So Bernie always does the best introduction, introductions, Erica. I'm sure Bernie has stalked you plenty online, but if not, sometimes she doesn't. So instead, <laughs> Bernie's looking at me like, oh, crap. I actually kind of have. If you don't mind, I have a little oh, introduction. Dude, that's why I turned oh, it over to you, girl. My, my earphones are in backwards, too. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a little bit of a little introduction, so I don't I don't think Erica remembers this, but two, 2011, Phil has heard this over a dozen times. 2011, I used to listen to Chris Brogan and Joe Storch do kitchen table talks every single week, and I was like front row girl. And this chick came on who like cursed like a sailor, and I'm like, whoa, like who is this person? But quite honestly, I, I, I kind of sat past, I sat past all the F-bombs. <laughs> but but what, I told, what I told Chris and Joe about what I appreciated about that interview was I said, she may say a lot of, you know, profane words, but she's got some serious smart shit to say. So that being said, it's okay. I'm okay with it because she still delivers the message home. And she's super smart. She can back it up with her smarts. So that's how I remember you, to be quite honest with you. I'm like, I don't know if I'm her audience, but I love her. She knows who she is, and she's smart, and she makes sense when she shows up. So, so thank you for that. I haven't forgotten since. It's been two years now, and look at how it came back full circle. Now you're on our show, and you already know Phil, my co-conspirator. So, so welcome, and I'm so glad to finally get to talk to you one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. And um yeah, you know, I, I have a filthy, dirty, dirty, dirty mouth, but it it's just the way I talk. It doesn't have anything to do with, it, it's funny when, when I hear people say, yeah, I just couldn't get past all the swearing. I was like, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's, that's the way I talk, and I can't get past your, well, golly gee willikers and mother of pearl, and I'm like, just fucking say it. Get it out there. So, yeah, 
So thanks for having me. <laughs> See, Erica, but this is why we love you, because you're straight up and you don't pull any punches. I mean, it. and let me just start by saying there's nothing wrong with cursing or not cursing if it's who you are. Right. Right. Doing it to shock and awe people, that is not your MO. That is just who you are. And I think that's really important because that's really who we are, right? We're, we're all about being, being who you are. And the authentic word is overused. Let, let's just gag on that. But let's be straight up, Erica. You are one authentic chick. And well, that is really, I mean, what, three years ago I think I met you at SobCon. Yep. You were rocking there. And then last year we got to do some Be On Fire stuff with uh, Laura Fatan. Uh-huh. Now, yay, now I have my own show with the amazing Miss Bernie. So we're really excited to have you here. But before we start, Erica, you've got to tell us what the hell, power of unpopular, who wants to be unpopular? Why is uh, that such an awesome thing to be? Well, uh, I don't, the book, it says so in the book. Oh, right, by the book. Yeah, no, the come book. on. Um, us. Tell us why. The cool part about being unpopular is, you know, it just goes back to what you guys were talking about. The most unpopular thing that you can do is tell the people who you aren't building what you're building for to take a hike. And, I mean, not everybody is going to love everything. I mean, you, you take the most, seemingly the most simple thing. You know, be believing in God. Ooh, is Erica really going to talk about religion? But no, no, but think about your version of God and your, your neighbor's version of God are completely different things. Does it mean you're wrong? Well, some people think it means you're wrong. But whatever works for you is what works for you, and that's what being unpopular about. It's not setting out to piss people off or be an asshole. That's being unlikable. It's just under embracing the fact that what you're building is for a very specific audience and honoring yourself and your audience in that process. And if people come along and they aren't going to like what you do, you know what? The cashier at the grocery store doesn't like the way I stack my eggs and my, my apples. Fuck her. You know, she's got to check them out anyways. And as soon as I'm out of there, she doesn't have to be my friend. She doesn't have to go to dinner with me. But she, you know, we pass each other's way. And we don't shank each other in the parking lot because we're different. We just go about our business because we are different. And, that's the the message that I have in the book is about you know we we have this really juvenile concept of what we think unpopular means because when we grew up and we were unpopular it meant we got picked last for kickball or we didn't have a date to the prom because your boyfriend dumped you for two girls a week before the event that might or may not have happened um, but I mean that's the last kind of unpopular anybody ever wants to be but as an adult I look at the word with a very different connotation and it's probably one of the it's probably the most powerful asset that I have in my brand toolbox. I love it Erica and how I kind of define your your definition of uh, being unpopular I kind of say it as leaning into your perceived weaknesses or your perceived deficiencies. So for example, I grew up feeling very uh, self-conscious because I lived in two different cultures. So, you know, with my American friends, I was totally embarrassed to talk about my cultural stuff. And with my cultural friends, I was afraid to be called whitewashed, if you will, right? And then so I grew up and I became an adult and now I have no sense of who I am. So when I when I heard about your book, when I heard about all the things you do and I, and I read your blog, I've read a bunch of your blog posts. Um, I really love the Jason article, by the way. Um, I honestly was so moved and touched because if I was feeling uncomfortable that Erica's got a potty mouth, what does that say about me and how uncomfortable I am about unleashing my authentic 
voice, right? So I'm not necessarily hearing you say, try to be unpopular. I'm hearing you say, why don't you lean in to what you perceive as a deficiency, and why don't you bring that to light and make that a, a strength? Okay, I mean, the bottom line of it is, is uh, the most radical thing you could be is yourself, because everybody, everybody else is already taken. It's the bottom line. It's the God's honest truth. And you, you know, when we try to be anybody except exactly who we are, we waste our time and we waste everybody else's time. Um, because we don't know who that person is on the other side of those conversations. I would rather sit down with a group of friends that, you know, range from, you know, politically conservative to, you know, liberal nutbag. And we can all sit down and we can have, and I'm somewhere in the middle of that, you know, we can all sit down and we can have a great dinner and great conversations and respect one another for our beliefs. It doesn't mean that, you know, like I said, we're not going to go shank each other in the parking lot because we're different. We celebrate each other's differences. And these people are still our friends, just like your customers. You know, I mean, there are, you know, I was just on Fox News this morning. There are Democrats and liberals that listen to Fox News and listen to Fox Business. It's, it's beyond stereotypes. It's understanding that where you go to get the information that you need to be the person that you want to be is the, those destinations are out there, and they're not the same for everybody. Yeah. So, so how did you get here, Erica? I know, or I'm guessing, you haven't always been okay with being unpopular. You haven't always been okay leaning into your full person, or have you? Um, I, I never lean in. Um, if I never hear that phrase again, it'll be way too soon. Um, I just want you to lean in close enough so I can punch you in the face. <laughs> um, there you go. Pop. Um, I, I haven't always been comfortable in my own skin. So, I mean, the process to getting there has been, you know, 37 years of fucking up and trying to be everybody except exactly who I was and um, realizing that the being a writer, being a blogger, being, you know, just me, a girl, the people, when people responded with the most and energy and enthusiasm about anything I had to say, I was open, honest, and being nobody except exactly who I was and telling you exactly how I felt. And when you get that kind of reaction, that kind of permission from your audience to be who you are, um, it's intoxicating because we don't really get that anywhere else in life, especially if we haven't put the right people in our lives and put ourselves in the right environment. So I wish I could say that it's a short process to finding your F-bomb <laughs> like I have, but it's not. It's life work and every day, every week, every month I run into something new that's a challenge for me that makes me ask, okay, who am I and what is the next step to bring myself to that next better version of myself? Wow. So uh, I'm curious, did, did you or did you or do you fear rejection at all of that? We had judging on the show a couple weeks back um, talking about how he went through some rejection therapy, a hundred people to reject him to, in order to make him stronger and the stuff that he learned from that. So, um, And he said he, at first he feared it, but then he learned to embrace it. I'm just curious, is that anything that you've experienced? Um, haters going to hate. You know, they're going to come along everywhere. and the. 
I'm not necessarily so worried about the rejection. You know, rejection hurts. However, it comes. You know, I'm not going to candy coat that shit. Um, it sucks. But when you, you know, the first reaction is ugh or ow, kind of hurt. And the second reaction is, well, where did that come from? Did it come from someone who understands your brand and is a member of your community and accepts you for everything you are and everything you're not? And they have a very valid complaint about what you've put out there? Or is it from somebody who's not your target demographic and is never going to pick up what you're putting down? I mean, I get, I get shitty email and nasty blog comments all the time from people who flat out don't like me and they never will and that's fine. You know what I do? If they're hateful and they're vile, I delete them. And if they, you know, are especially assholian, I like to just reply, well, thank you for making my case. That's, uh, you know, I stand by the fact that not everybody's going to like me and, you know, if I'm building what I'm building and I find everybody likes it, I've done something wrong. I haven't pissed off enough people. I haven't push the envelope. I haven't gone to the gone to that line and and dared to cross over it and and that means when I don't do that, I'm not growing. I'm not looking for the next thing because, you know, you do the same thing over and over again. It's it's you're a one trick pony. So, I'm not interested in being a pony. No. <laughs> not interested in being a pony, but it's um you know, I don't particularly care if people have a problem with who I am or what I say. What I do care about is how they express it. And the thing that is the most important to me in my blog community and the Facebook page is that people treat one another with respect. And I get into the middle of conversations and I'm like, all right, this shit that's going on right here, it needs to stop because this is degenerating and nobody's getting better because of it. If you guys know how to artfully disagree and, and and intelligently disagree. So let's put that out there, and you can still be you can still be snarky and funny and witty and 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 wry, but you can't do it by taking somebody else down in the process. You know you have to respect that person's opinion. And even if somebody comes in and they're a dick first, you know I I'm the one who gets to call dick. It's <laughs> it's my house, and I can go. You are being a dick, and you have to go. No, I love it. What I love about you, Erica, you you are so unmistakable. You're so remarkable. I mean, I could think of all these words, and I know they're cheesy words. I, I don't want to overuse them, but, you know, our, our mutual friend, Srini, over at Blogcast FM, talks about you quite a bit. <laughs> he talks about you. catalog. <laughs> In addition to Srini saying that you look totally hot on your new uh, website, Redesign, by the way. Thank you, Srini. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you, Srini. Srini is, like, one of our favorite listeners because we talk about him in every episode, basically. But, um, um, but but you know he mentioned something that that I think about too when I think about you you are just so unmistakable that when it, when you're writing when you're you know blogging somewhere when you're when you're talking somewhere it's always you the voice is always consistent no matter what medium you're in and I think that's so unique and I think that you bring out that whole aspect of I know who I am and I know what I stand for and wherever I am I'm gonna be that thing would you agree with that um I like to think that I can always make that happen. Um, you know, something that my readers had noticed and, you know, before July is that, you know, my posts had been kind of all over the place and I hadn't really known where I was going. And when I came back after the July 4th weekend, I, I had the answer. I knew why I hadn't been me and it was because I hadn't been being me. 
And, um, you know, I had, there's a big life change coming up for me. I'm focusing more on the performance side of my brand. I'm moving to Chicago. I'm going to go study at the Second City Training Center and hopefully be, become better, a better performer, a better speaker, a better communicator, and be able to use laughter to help people, you know, get from where they are to their version of fuck yeah. And that was that was hard for me to admit, you know, when you're the person that people look to and they go, ah, oh, this chick has it all figured out, you know, I'm going to go to Erica. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you're like, no, I don't have it all figured out all the time. And, and, and I'm human just like anybody else. And, and that, um, I have to keep reminding myself that I'm human instead of superhuman. And that I'm still kind of a, I'm not kind of. I'm very much a work in progress, just like everybody else. <laughs> so anybody who says they're done and they're awesome, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, it's true, and that's a great point because we all are. And I mean that with my heart. Fuck you. <laughs> no, but that's such a great point you bring home. We're all growing and developing, and and if we aren't, then we're dead, or we should be. <laughs> yeah, or you know, there are people who go through their go through life and. You know, I, I have these people in my life. They go through life, and, and they stopped growing years ago. The opportunity is there. They're just not taking it. They don't have the awareness. They don't have the motivation, the desire, the environment, the people in their lives. I mean, I think the environment that we create for ourselves is hugely important. And that's a combination of where we work, how we work. You know, I live in a 360-square-foot studio. You know, hey, there's everything. <laughs> hey, there's my kitchen. There's my bed. There's my cats. Um, yeah, it's, it's this is where I live and I work and I get out and I, I go find the environment that, that helps me be who I need to be that day and I'm continuously looking at the people in my life going how are these people good for me how do they serve me how can I serve them better how can I be a better friend a better colleague and I never look at anything in my life you know especially after losing Jason a few years ago I never look at anything in my life as a given for granted I'm like how Am I participating in this the way that it deserves my participation? And how can I do better? I always want to do better. Wow. I, Erica, <laughs> I know your stories, and I still am wowed by you. I Aww. want to know that. I mean, really, I'm not often speechless, but your stuff is so good and hits right in the heart that it's hard to say anything but wow. Um, well, I, mean, I, have, I have a cell phone case that looks like an elephant. <laughs> Comedic relief. This is, um, this, is, uh, if this is so whatever room I walk into, I bring the elephant in the room with me. Very good. Because I'm, I'm usually the elephant in the room. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was just a little comedic aside. You know, I'm not so wow. I'm 12 years old and I have a cell phone case that looks like an elephant. Its name's Wilhelmina. <laughs> Hi, Wilhelmina. No, I'm nine, twelve. I'm eleven. It's all good. So, so okay, Erica. So you've got this big move coming. You got you have a shift yep. happening. So we have to know. This is the big money question here. So what is keeping you up at night now? What are you afraid of for what's next, or what has scared just the shit right out of you that you're worried? or have been worried that you're not going to be able to overcome? And how have you worked through that? Or how do you plan to work through it? Um, I'm launching a new part of my career where I'm studying the art of humor and how to make people laugh. Um, 
you know, it's one thing to be told by an audience that knows you that you're funny and you brighten their day and and to hear your friends laugh when you're out having drinks or dinner, but I'm I'm I want to take this to an art form. I mean, because making people laugh is funny. I'm afraid that I'm not fucking funny. I am afraid that you know it's all tit jokes and fart jokes and 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 you know I have a cell phone cover that looks like an elephant. Yeah, I I am afraid that I'm not funny and that this is all going to fail miserably and that I'm not you know I'm not who I need to be to make this a success. Um, does it keep me up at night? No, because I look at I look at the fear and I go I'm 40. I'm 40 fucking years old and if I'm going to do this at all, it's going to be like now. And I I spent since 2004 saying this wasn't important to me and I don't believe it's ever too late. So that's what scares the shit on me. It scares the shit out of me that I am packing up my life. I've lived in Colorado for almost five years now and it's the longest I've lived anywhere since I left Houston, Texas in 1992. So that Actually, 1996. Sorry, I'm like, when the fuck did I leave Houston? Eh, 90s. Um, when I graduated college in 1996, I almost did it again. I I've bopped around. I mean, I went from Houston to Tennessee to Virginia to Japan to San Diego to Los Angeles to Las Vegas to Colorado. It's exhausting. I said all that in one breath, and now I I've told people as recently as a couple months ago, uh, you, you, it, you'll have to pry my cold dead body out of Colorado. And here I am in in three days going, fuck this noise. I'm moving, I'm leaving Colorado. I'm moving to Chicago. I'm buying a house in a town I've never lived in. And, you know, it, actually, I did live there briefly as a child. Briefly. This is the sign language for briefly. Let's make it smaller. Briefly as a child. Um, my dad's from Chicago. But I'm kind of moving to a town sight unseen and investing and I realized that I could have done this with a net I could have traveled to Chicago and taken courses at Second City over weekends and immersions and and that's what I'm doing while I still live here but I'm that's bullshit I don't work with if you're working with a net I believe that you're never gonna fully invest yourself if you're waiting for one thing to manifest before you leave something else um, I don't know. It's a pussy move. So I am abandoning the pussy move and I'm diving in. It may work out. It might not. But fuck it. Come on. Let's go for a ride. You are all about the big balls, Erica, and we are so glad that you joined us today. We learned so much from you. Aww. You you are, yeah, you have big balls. So, <laughs> no, figuratively, and a nice elephant, too. <laughs> so, thank you so much, Erica. We adore you. I'm and actually kind of, I'm kind of disappointed that Erica didn't throw more f bombs out there. Uh, what? Fuck the 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 Old McCocksucker. That's <laughs> that's that song. Um, and Phil's like, oh my god, she just said cocksucker. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with her. Um, 
So, sorry to disappoint, um, but <laughs> I only use as many F-bombs as I feel is necessary. To, no, I'm just kidding. Point. That was so, awesome. I have a whole like, bag. It's like, <laughs> usually completely full of F-bombs. Um, it's empty, though, because I was on Fox News earlier. <laughs> well, Erica, we look forward. We're going we're gonna to have you back. I know we will. We're going we're gonna to have you back, and we're going to talk about that next phase in your life. I can't wait to learn more about that. But, but before yeah. we let you go, where's the best place for people to find you, both offline or online um, to find your work. Um, offline, you can find me in a teeny tiny little birdhouse in Broomfield, Colorado. Um, but uh, you can find me out and about in Denver. Um, I'm going to be in Chicago for the next 10 days starting this Thursday. Um, so if you see a redhead wandering around looking for the L entrance, <laughs> that's me. Um, yeah, <laughs> with an app going. Um, but the best place to find me is online, www.ericanapolitano.com. It's on my screen slate, and I'm at Redhead Writing, as in with a pencil, not with a pony, on Twitter, and the same on Facebook. Um, come on down, join our, join the Facebook community. It's a, it's just an amazing group of people, and we have a shitload of fun. So we cover tough issues, and then we also have a shitload of fun. So you are awesome, Erica. We adore you. Thank you for being on our show. Oh, thank you for having me. Shit, I, I have to now. I have to start a show, which I am. It's called Useful Shit. Um, it's launching later this year. It's a new YouTube series um, because there's enough useless shit on the internet, and uh, I'll have to have you guys, you know, for a segment on there. Sure. Awesome. Look forward to it. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Shut Up Show. And remember, if you don't want to miss a single episode, go on to our website at theshutupshow.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Until next time, folks, shut up and make shit happen.